0: Hello, welcome along to another edition of the Adam Dickens Sports Show. Um, going to run through the NFL results so far this weekend. Couple of games to go, uh, but we'll go through what's been a pretty, pretty crazy weekend. Some uh, really interesting scores. who few turn ups for the books. Uh, really high scoring again, apart from the Jets who uh, put up a big fat zero. Um, actually did worse than I expected, even though I expected to do really badly. So uh, we'll crack on with it. Um, we're going to go straight into Texans and Titans. Um, I had the Titans winning this one 31-20 was my initial prediction, ended up 42-36, way closer really than it should have been, Um, somehow the Titans managed to uh, pretty much almost lose this one, Derek Henry had like 200 and a million yards, a couple of TDs as well um, back on it really, but other than that they didn't have much else going on. but somehow they still managed to win. Um, yeah, Texans keep finding ways to lose. Uh, Defence is pretty bad still, so racking up 42 points, you're not going to win games if you can see 42 points, especially when Derek Henry's on one. Uh, Tennessee goes to 5-0. and 0. Uh, Texans are 1-5. They're pretty much done. That If they won this one, being a divisional, won the divisional last week, they might have had a chance. But... Uh, yeah, not really much going on um, for them, even though, it's yeah, no, to be fair, it's pretty good, pretty good showing. But um, yes, yeah, it's just it's going to be a pretty bad season for them. There's not really much hope um, going forward. What's up next? The Falcons and the Vikings. Uh, so teams, talking to teams that are putting up 40 seemingly every week, both on offence and defence, is the Falcons uh, finally won a game, beat, beat the Vikings Uh Couple of interceptions from Kirk Cousins in this game. Uh, he didn't look particularly great. Justin Jefferson, though their rookie wide receiver, had an awesome game. Um, yeah, uh, Falcons and Vikings. They're pretty much both finished anyway. Uh, one and five. Uh, Falcons in a tough division where all the teams are like relatively close and not really breaking away, but um, with the Packers and the the Bears. Having really good record so far, the Vikings are pretty much finished. Uh, still got a lot of divisional games, I suppose. Um, I suppose the question for both these teams really is going forward is, is what kind of personnel they're going to have uh, for next season. I know they've extended Kirk Cousins um, and, you know, it'd be pretty hard, I suppose, to get rid of him now. But really, he's, he's definitely a liability. Um, they've got like a good young core, though, around, you know, Jefferson. Um, and Dalvin Cook and Mattson, the backup running back, played today and looks pretty decent as well. So, um, yeah, might be the time to bite the bullet on that one. The Falcons still are interesting around Julio came back from this game. And like I said in previous weeks, Julio Jones plays, they win. They just, you know, he just gives them 150 to 200 yards of offence that they just don't get from anywhere else. Real uh, Ridley got a TD in this, but he's just not a number one. Uh, he's a really, really good player, but just not a number one. So, yeah. Um... I thought had the Vikings down initially for this to win this one uh, by three points. In the end, it was pretty much a blowout. The, the Vikings never really close in it at all. Um, yeah, and this one would have beaten the under-over as well, but getting to those, I forgot about all these that I was doing last time. Right, so that's them two. A couple of teams that I don't really care about too much. <coughs> another one next the next one up ravens and eagles uh, eagles played fantastic again uh playing against a really good team again uh, got really really close um and, and really until the last um few moments when they kind of closed it out there but uh i predicted the ravens to win 35 20 in the end it was way closer 30 points to 28 would have gone way over the under over which was 47.5 yeah, I mean, what can you say? I mean, really, the Ravens came out of the traps really, really fast um, and Wentz was sacked a lot and lots of pressure and it really looked like it was going to be a complete blowout. Uh, but then, uh, miraculously, really, they came back into it and, um, like I keep saying, I think Wentz is playing at a really, really high level. He's just not got a lot of support in front of him. Um, and, yeah, I saw a few tweets and stuff saying that, you know, some, some people were saying Wentz is soon going to be thrown to his own, like, uncle or granddad or something. Uh because that's how few kind of players the Eagles manage to keep fit. Um, it's a it's a real tough one uh, for the Eagles because they're playing okay, um, they're losing games, but their division, obviously Cowboys division, Giants uh, and the Redskins as well, uh, the Washington Football Team. Gotta find myself for saying the R word. Um, uh, you know, are really really bad, and they're still not not doing. If you know, if the Cowboys lose tonight, then they're still right in the hunt for that um, NFC East. So I wouldn't get too disheartened. Um, as a Cowboys fan, I'm a, I'm a bit worried generally uh, in that they seem to be doing really well against these really good teams, Steelers and Ravens teams that I really think are going to be right up there in the Super Bowl contention. So, you know, I wouldn't be too disheartened even though it's 1-4-1 for the record for the season. Um, it, it's it's actually going OK. And I think if they can get a few more guys back, and especially on the offensive line, you know, they they, they you know they could definitely win the division. I, I I honestly say at the moment they're they're, probably, we're probably equal favourites from them, but I'd say they're slightly in front because they're they're playing pretty pretty decently. Um, Yeah, Ravens on the other hand, still it's just all a bit of a struggle. Lamar Jackson broke out today for a few runs. um, But they're probably not getting the points that I'd expect them to. I think there's maybe a little bit of they they know how good the defense is, and they they think oh we can just kind of sit on this. So they get a bit of a lead, and they just think oh we're gonna this is gonna be fine, we're cruising it, and they sort of lose concentration, and they let the t- other teams back into it, uh, and or maybe they just can't play that high intensity for the whole entire game. So they sort of burn themselves out. it will be sort of an interesting one to watch them going forward when they play you know like the Steelers or you know the bigger teams. They struggle against the Chiefs earlier on. So yeah. It's not quite the same as it was last year, but they're still pretty solid, and they're getting the wins. They're they're five and one, so they're doing fine. Um, next up is Washington and the Giants. Oh my god! So um, I predicted this one to be a real low score, and it was pretty low scoring to be fair, but not as low as I predicted. Where have I got it? Giants and Ray here at oh, the top there. Um, so I predicted the Washington to win 16-13. It turned out the Giants won twenty to nineteen. Uh, so they didn't cover the over-under, which was 42.5. Um, but, you know, the, Washington got down, had a touchdown, could have kicked an extra point to take it to at least overtime, like as a minimum, went for two, failed um, on a really awful play. I mean, it, was, it wasn't sort of anything special. There's no trickery or anything. It was pretty basic, Drop back and just got smothered. Uh, Giants get off the marks. They win their first game of the season, go to 1-5. And, and again, actually, to be fair, you know, again, if the Cowboys lose later tonight... They they are right in this division at one and five. It's it's like absolutely ridiculous that um that yeah, they're right in there for, to win the division and potentially get a home playoff match. I mean this could be like an all-time uh, worst division and yeah, I mean like can you imagine a team getting to the playoffs only winning like four games or something? I mean it, I think it's totally possible because they really aren't very good any of them. Um Yeah, so uh, see see going forward i think you know both teams are both you know they're both defensively better than offensively so um it could cause a few trouble for for a few teams down the line but yeah i don't i don't know i don't know with this one we'll just leave it it's just not very good is it um What's up next? Lions with a really good win against the Jags. Um, I think I had them down to win. There's probably one game that I got quite accurate on the score. I've got to find where I am. Yeah, so I had the Lions down to win 28-17. Ends up 34-16. So, you know, really pretty close on that one. Uh, not under the under over. It was 54.5. So They were under that. Um, just... Yeah, I mean they look really good. Galladay looked really good. Uh, they, they had the three running backs. DeAndre Swift, I think it was came and got a couple of TDs. Peterson got a bit of a carry. Carry on Johnson. Yeah, Galladay. I mean offensively they, you know, they're really really good on paper. You look at them and you think mm. they're um, they they could beat anyone. Um, and actually in this game, obviously kept the points down. That's been their big big problem this whole season. Exceeded thirty points almost every game they played. Managed to stop that and they won the game. So. Um, yeah, I mean the Lions. It's it's tough on two and three. I mean they're definitely in the sort of uh, wild card contention. Um, we'll have to see. I think you know if they can keep Stafford and Golladay, Marvin Jones, and the running backs healthy. They, they you know they they're, they're going to be okay. Um, just we really need to play better on the other side, which they've done in this game. Jags going forward I mean what I'm I was saying to someone last night I, I don't know what the plan is for the Jags I don't know what they're actually trying to do there um are they a small market team who are trying to be a small market team or are they a small market team trying to be a big market team you know what is the plan there doesn't seem to be one um I don't really don't know what's going on with them and I think if they win two games this year it'll be a miracle so yeah just carry on like normal really um, the next one up is Browns and Steelers. Uh, Steelers super impressive in this game. Uh, Browns Baker Mayfield got taken out for uh, Case Keenan, which is like what no one ever wants. He's pretty banged up. Uh, the Steelers defense seems pretty legit. I mean, they get good pressure up front. They don't have to. They don't have to press rush a lot. Devin Bush is out for the season with ACL, so that's a bit of an issue. Uh, but on the back end as well, they just make plays. They um, that they, you know they attack the ball interceptions block passes they're just really really tough um, tough physical team Roethlisberger really helps because he just stays in the pocket and lets the plays develop Um, and they did some nice stuff today they had Claypool run one on a sort of a end around thing Um, some some nice creativity which I pretty much haven't really seen from from uh the Steelers in a while, and then James Conner looked really good as well. Lots of carries, just kind of just like ball rushing everyone, boom, 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 and uh, yeah, really good. Browns going forward, um, they play worse teams. Um, uh, the, the 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 worry, I suppose, really, is the last couple of weeks the Browns offensively have pretty much given up. Chubs out. Odell Beckham's just gone missing again. Just he's just like not there after those three TDs against the Cowboys. Um, you kind of feel like they're probably on a bit of a slide now um, they've, they've definitely forced Mayfield into too many long throws which is just he just makes mistakes he, there was, he made it for an interception against I think Fitzpatrick caught in the end where he just you know he sits there and you just know that he's trying to make something happen he's just like oh, I'm gonna throw this I'm gonna make this huge grip play doesn't work throws a big interception they run it back Pff, game over really um, and then got benched they say saying for injury but Really, I just I just you know, he, he makes too many mistakes, he just makes way too many mistakes. Um and Keenum uh sort of doesn't really. He's just like a steady Eddie. So I could definitely see uh him getting the start next time. Um and yeah, they really need Chubb back to Venice. If they're gonna win anything, they they need Chubb and Kareem Hunt uh running that ball. Um so yeah. Obviously Brown's still in there with the playoff, so I wouldn't you know, four and two. It's fine. Steelers five and O. And his second time in franchise history. Okay, okay. Next one up is Bengal, So another um, AFC North. Uh, they just lost to the Colts. They got out in front, to a really good lead. Um, just couldn't hang on to it. And the Colts defense got a bunch of stops, and that you know the momentum just really, really shifted around in this game. Um, I had the Colts winning thirty-one to twenty. No, that was the final score. Was thirty-one to twenty-seven. Sorry, but I had the Colts winning twenty-three seventeen. So I was pretty much right on the score differential. Exactly right. In fact, on the score almost in score differential, but. Um, a lot more points in the game so Cops gave up quite a lot early on to so that to go for it, Philip Rivers looked pretty good in this game um, where he didn't look too great last week um, but he, what, what, I was saying again last night he's, he, he the long ball, he's so so much better when he's just like, you know, they burn down the, down the sidelines and they throw the long ball it's, it's what Rivers is all about really, he's not so much good at the dinky dinky stuff and the kind of like, you know, just moving the chain stuff, he really is a really great, accurate long ball thrower so I'd like to see a bit more of that going forward. Uh, Colts defence wasn't too great to start with, finished up really, really well. Bengals, you know, really competitive and they're, you know, they're doing OK with the rookie quarterback and not too much talent around in general. Um, yeah, these are sort of games where they, you've got to win those ones to, to keep yourself competitive. Um, next up is the Bears and the Panthers. Bears are 5-1 and one now. This is kind of mad to be honest. I had this one, the Bears winning 21-14, they ended up winning 23-16, so that's probably the most accurate of all my score predictions for the week. They're just gonna be a really tough team to play, the Bears. They don't make a lot of mistakes on offense. It's all pretty pretty basic stuff. Um, and then on defense, they just make it tough for teams. Um, they're pretty good at stopping the run. And then, you know, it, in terms of like the back foot and their coverage, they play a lot of man, and they're just generally just decent. It's not the Bears defense of a couple of years ago, but it's okay. Uh, and they're probably only a couple of wins away from being like guaranteed a playoff spot. Because the NFC is just really, really bad. Um, they're top now of NFC North. Um, and, you know, confidence. It comes to confidence with just winning games. And, you know, they're not really the greatest team on paper. But they've won five games. So, you know, it is what it is. Panthers on the other side of it. They probably weren't as efficient as they had been. Um, got forced a bit more into Bridgewater having to throw deeper um, and make some plays. And that, that didn't really work. I think eventually threw an interception in the end zone I think it was to end the game um so yeah they you know they could have done it but they're, they're still a really good team and they, they they played pretty well both sides of the ball um and they're three and three and they're re- right in the divisional match race and they're right in the playoff race as well so nothing to get too disheartened about uh and, and I think they're having a better season than anyone really thought they were going to have so um but both these teams would be you know quietly confident going forward that um that you know they're going in the right direction and um Haven't really hit any speed bumps or anything yet. So, yes, that's that one. Next up is the Broncos and the Patriots. The Broncos won this game with six field goals from Brandon McManus. I mean, when I predicted this game, I was like, I thought it would be pretty awful. I had the Broncos down for six points, two field goals. They got more than that, obviously. And I had the Pats down with 27 points, but they really, really struggled. A bunch of the guys coming off covid And Cam just just really wasn't at the races at all today. They had no run game at all. Broncos did really, really well up front. um, And they just literally got nothing going at all. um, And it was just a game of field goals. So it's not very good. Um, Yeah, both these teams, I think, going forward. I mean, the Pats were 10 points favourites in this game. The under-over was 44.5, so they were miles under that, and I said they would be. Um, I I don't really know. The defence isn't as good as it used to be, and the offence is trash, so... It's gonna be. It's gonna be a bit of struggle, really. What are the Pats now? Are they two and three, yeah. With you know the Bills doing well in the division, the Dolphins are playing well at the moment, and the AFC in general has got a lot of teams that have got good winning records. Yeah, that's gonna be really tough. I, don't, I probably at this moment in time, I don't see them making the playoffs, but you know they could sort it out early on. But they de- they need to be more dynamic on offense because it's just all too you know turgid and just really basic and sort all just run it up the middle and there's not much else going on. I don't even know if Edelman had a catch in this game. Um, because he's in a couple of my fantasy teams and he got almost no points, so... Got to use him. Got to find a way to get him in the game. Right. OK, so next up, another d- divisional uh, match, uh, match-up. Um, AFC East. Jets. Absolutely abject. Worst team in the league. Didn't score any points against the Dolphins. Thought Dolphins might score a few more in this one. I had The initial score, 42-10. That's what I thought it would be to the Dolphins. Actually only up 24 nothing. So, yeah... Um, yeah, the Jets are terrible. Um, Gates has got to go, and they really need to rebuild. They need to have a like a four-year plan to get them out of this because at the moment it's just so choppy and changey. Uh they get players in, they got good players, they, then they get rid of them, and there's just no sort of like long term strategy here. Uh and actually the division in general is is potentially, you know, wide open really, with the Patriots not being as good as they used to be. Um you know, they, 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 they can get back into, not this year, but, you know, in future years. Um, they need a franchise quarterback. They need a franchise running back. They need a franchise wide receiver. They need a better offensive line. Um, and the defence needs to improve a little bit, more playmakers. So, you know, basically they need everything. Um, yeah, Dolphins on the other hand, uh, Tua came in late into the game, I never got excited about that, but really Fitz has just been really, really, really good all season, not making any mistakes, not having to, because their run game is really, really good, um, the defence is really, really good, and they're just, you know, they're, they're super, super, duper competitive. Um, I actually, I've got a little sneaky feeling that the Dolphins might actually win. The uh, AFC East now. I've just got this, this feeling that, you know, the Bills lost last week. They got a really tough match up against the Chiefs this week. I think the Dolphins could sneak right in there. Um, and then they get a, you know, a home match potentially. But, you know, really, I think they're definitely a payoff team. Um, and it would be in, interesting times because the Dolphins have been, you know, really struggling for a while. Yeah, good times. Uh, that's that. Um, had, so the next one up was obviously the big game of the week. Um, Brady versus Rodgers. Uh it's one of the bizarrest games I've ever watched, to be honest, because the Packers, you know, came out of the traps like flying, completely dominant. It was, you know, ten they were ten nothing up, um, and, and all, had the ball and were just rolling. It just like it was just like how it's been all season. They were gonna get a big lead and then they were just gonna win. Um, and then Rodgers threw an interception, which to be fair. Um, when you look it back, it was Jamal Dean took uh, caught it. He just ran an unbelievable kind of route to to intercept it. He just used unbelievable speed, got there. Um, and I don't know if there was a little bit of miscommunication between Devante Adams and Rogers. I'm not sure if he thought it was a, you know he's meant to come back to him a little bit. Anyway, it was a, it was more like a brilliant interception more so than a bad throw or you know um, the receiver being an error there. And then the momentum absolutely switched 180. And really. After that, the Packers d- d- couldn't couldn't get back into the game. They couldn't get a foothold at all. Uh, the Buccaneers' defense, who I thought was pretty decent, they lost Vita Via out for the season with a broken leg, uh, but everyone else just stepped up. And the two linebackers, uh, Devon White, uh, Levante David, were unbelievable. Were literally unbelievable. They were just all over the place, creating pressure, sacks, you know, turnovers. It was just it was insane. Really super duper 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 impressive um i think the packers were a little bit in shell shock in the second half uh you know they ended up i had the packers to win 24 21 in this game obviously it ended up 38 to 10 to the buccaneers everyone's going to be talking about brady to be fair you know he played pretty well um any pressure that did come on he managed to get the ball out quickly the big story probably was gronk who who hasn't done anything for years um, has looked basically a bit like, you know, a rusty robot running around for a, a lot of his career um, and suddenly he could run in this game, you know, he broke free and ran for like 50 yards and caught some great catches um, and yeah, it's like they just unfurled him uh, for the Packers, But a bizarre, bizarre game um, you know, the Buccaneers I still don't think are that great a team, I think they're okay um, and I still think the Packers are really good uh, but now you know there's a cat amongst the pigeons, and I think you know it, going forward, a lot of teams will be worried about the Buccaneers' defense. That'll be the first thing they'll be like, "Oh, you know these guys are really quick, they're really big, they're really strong. Um, they're going to be a problem, and they're going to get confidence from playing that. If you keep the Packers to ten points and dominate the way you did, they'll be like, "Well, we can beat anyone now. You know, we can keep anyone. If we can keep the Packers to ten points. If we can get anyone to ten points." And then the other side of the ball, Godwin came back, I suppose, for the Buccaneers. That was pretty big. Mike Kevin didn't really have a big role in the game. Um, Jones run the ball really, really, really well. I think at 120-odd yards or whatever. Um, and, he, and he's really becoming a big part of it. And I thought when Brady went down there, that would be a big part of how they play. They want to try and really establish the run game. Um, and even if he doesn't really go for much, it's just like, you know, it comes off all of that and the play action. Uh, now Brady's just so good at reading defenses. So, the Packers generally play a little bit passive on defense. They're a sort of bend don't break type team. Wanted to get enough pressure up front. Didn't really get any kind of major pressure. They got a few, but not like, you know, in his face. Um, and actually, when they did, they had the face mask on uh, Rashan Gary, which, uh, you know, sort of momentum killers and stuff like that when you're doing quite well. Um, Yeah, actually, Buccaneers had no penalties in this game, which is that's another unbelievable statistic. Um, Literally, is unbelievable. The modern FA not to get any penalties for anything, Um, you know. So, really did it. Played perfectly. Really, after going ten points down. Um, Yeah, definite contenders. AFC staff still think the Saints are the best team, you know, we just have to see, 4-2 and two for them, 4-1 for the Packers, coming off the bye week, I think that did have an effect, even though they came out and played well to start with, I think there was a general bit of rust and the players seemed to tire, like, relatively quickly, um, but the psychology of just, you know, getting battered and and then feeling like it, you couldn't do anything about it, um, yeah, This you know, we'll see, I think, you know, the Packers played the... Texans up next I think so you know they're not very good on defence so we'll see that's a big game for them really they've got to get back to winning ways and, and showing what they can do um, and want to write the ship pretty early on. Okay the final game we're going to do today is the Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers so I had this one down for the Rams winning 35 points to 17 I thought this was one of the bankers of the week the 49ers have been playing really badly um, and the Rams have been playing really really well and what do I know about anything so The 49ers came out and played brilliant, really. First half, first three quarters, actually, just really, you know, owning it. I mean, they were way in front. Uh, Garoppolo making some nice throws. Kittle had a big game. uh, And then Mostert coming back, I think it's huge. I don't know why, but he just seems to, in the run plays that they run with the other guys, he just seems to be able to break and... You know, he's just a bit faster. I think I'd say, especially sort of the lateral sort of side things when they make those cuts across as well. Um, and yeah, he got he got the chains moving. Had a couple of big like twenty yard runs that just really gave them loads of momentum. And off that, Gualpino made some good passes. Um, and the Rams dropped a lot. They, you know, Cup, Cooper Cup dropped one in the end zone. Um, they just just struggled a bit, really. And the, you know, the 49ers seemed to get back to how they played last year, which was like the defense was pretty much up in your face. And then it was really simple on offence, it's run the ball, give it to Kittle, run the ball, give it to Kittle and, and it really, really worked. Um, yeah. It, it it's a really funny I, mean, I think the division is so is potentially now if the 49ers are back into it, it, is so good. Um at the beginning of the season I said I thought all four teams from the NFC West could make the playoffs and I I still think they could. I still think they could. It could be it could be difficult because there's a few teams that have got quite good winning records, but um, it wouldn't surprise me at all Uh, Rams have just put this one down to it didn't really happen for us on offence I think yeah Yeah. tough one Um, so anyway that's where we are at we've got a couple more games we've got the Chiefs and the Bills and the Cowboys and the Cards coming up later tonight uh i'm expecting two high school and really good games for those so yeah looking forward to those ones um but really this week has just proved that the nfl is unbelievably competitive um and nobody really is is like clearly way above anyone else even a couple of teams who are 5-0 the seahawks don't think a 5-0 and team and the steelers they are 5-0 and i don't think they're a 5-0 and team either um so yeah yeah it, we, we're sort of t- titans as well they're 5-0 and i don't think they're a 5-0 team so yeah, they're all good teams and they're definitely right up there but um We shall see what happens. Anyway, um, thanks for watching or listening or whatever you're doing. Uh, I'll be back to review the Monday night games uh, probably on Wednesday and do some Premier League stuff and some other bits and bobs later on in the week. So catch you later. Bye.